You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome, everyone. I am Johnny Christ, and this is the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review. That's right. And subscribe to the podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. As I said, this week, we're going to be doing another throwback episode to April 16th. Uh, This is a live episode that I did with actress Thora Birch. Um, and yeah, it was a great chat. We made a uh, Bloody Mary together. I infused some vodka with onions the night before, walked her through the whole thing. Um, it was a lot of fun, had a blast. We were actually planning on having her in person for a full, regular episode. And unfortunately, uh, the pandemic hit. We had, we had her on the schedule. We had her coming down to Huntington from LA. We were gonna have some beers, hang out at the house, maybe play some games. And yeah pandemic hit hit in march and we weren't able to do it so did a quick little flip and asked her to join me um on a live uh episode that we put out on the youtube channel if you don't already know uh drinks with johnny has a youtube channel and you can go and watch this under the live playlist right there on the channel and make sure you subscribe there as well um yeah had an absolute blast as i said got into some fun stuff but uh really looking forward to having thora back on the show uh, sometime in 2021 have her come down and we'll dive into a little bit more of her acting career uh, you guys probably know her from hocus pocus and american beauty she was on last season's walking dead um, and yeah she's got a lot of cool stuff coming up uh, i don't know if she's a part of it but disney did just announce that they are going to do a hocus pocus reboot or hocus pocus 2 no one has uh confirmed signed on for that yet but it would be great if we got to see Thor in that, don't you think? Um, so hopefully she makes some kind of appearance in that movie that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus, I imagine. Uh, but yeah, I figured that was something of relevancy, so we could throw it back to this episode. Now you'll notice, as normal, we were doing everything live and remotely, and I believe she might have been my second or third guest uh, doing it live and, and having it uh, over, you know, uh, our director. Brandon and graphic designer was running things from his house. I was setting everything up. So there's a lot of technical difficulties that obviously happen. And then again, you could go see this on YouTube or just continue listening right here on the Drinks with Johnny podcast. And without further ado, I bring you my chat with actress Thora Birch. Border Crime Guide reporting August 1692. A ferment of hysteria and fear has been seething in the little Massachusetts colony village of Salem. Since spring, several villagers there have faced trial for witchcraft. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny Live. Thank you. Thank you all for checking out the show. And today I'm all 
I am joined again by my co-host and good friend, Slim Bob. How are you doing over there today, bud? All right, well, you know, he doesn't have much to say, but you could tell by that shirt he's really excited for our next guest to come on out here and talk. Um, would you say you're excited over there? Yeah, he's a big Hocus Pocus fan, so we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're all excited to have our guest on here in a minute. Um, quickly, I just want to say... <laughs> quickly, I just want to say... Um, Thank you all for checking in on the show. Um, it's been a wonderful experience doing this live setup and attempting to make it look good. Um, you know, uh, so thank you all so much for checking out. Give me a reason to clean up a little bit, throw a shirt on. I won't talk about what I'm wearing behind the bar, though. Um, and a more sincere thank you to all the essential workers and frontliners helping us stay safe, healthy, and well-fed in these uh, trying times. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much uh, everything on the intro. I think my, my director's having a little tough time running the things right now. <laughs> so, you know what, fuck it, we'll just, we'll just roll with it. Um, without further ado, I wanna bring on our guest of the evening, the very talented actress. You know her from Hocus Pocus, American Beauty, and most recently, The Walking Dead, Miss Thora Birch. You're on now, I think. How you doing? Hi! Hey! Hi. Good to see you. Thanks for doing the show. See you. Thanks for having me on. I love your setup back there. It's, it's looking spiffy and clean. You don't have to maintain any more than that, I don't think. It's the apocalypse, after yeah, all. Yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not even wearing pants on the bottom okay. half. Like, Either, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. the ammo. I mean, that's you might throw on some underwear occasionally, but, you know, we're, nice we're all chair. at home. Yeah, we're all at home. <laughs> um, so real quick, before we get into this drink that we've been talking about, um, I have to ask you, get it out of the way. It's a whole thing. Everyone, I'm sure, has asked you a bunch of, um, but what was it like being in the Eat You Alive Limp Biscuit video? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, uh, that was a, a weird one. I mean, um, I guess when I first heard about the idea of me doing a, a, a video for, for them, you know, at the time, it was like, yeah, cool. But then I didn't really know too much of the song or, or what his idea for the video was going to be. So I just kind of like agreed to it before knowing <laughs> all of the, <laughs> the facts and details. But um, I would say that Bill Paxton was a perk. So that okay. having him... Go. In the, in the little cameo towards the end there was uh, the highlight of it for me, so. <laughs> Very cool. So, um, we've been texting back and forth a little bit before the, this show. I wanted to do something a little different with the drinks while everyone's on quarantine, can't get out to the stores as much. So, we kind of, I just wanted to hear what you had on hand for a drink idea. And uh, I texted you the ingredients. I'm, I'm about to show you how you, go down. you texted me some. I'm still in the dark about what I'll be skewering, but let me tell oh, yeah. you this. Uh, <laughs> onion infused vodka stunk <laughs> up my entire refrigerator. It, it I apologize. Me, I, 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 you you got to cover it. You gotta no, no, no. It's my husband's fault. He chopped like a whole fucking half or a whole onion and no. put it in like just a little bit of vodka. So, and you know, we tried like just a little, little sip of it a little bit earlier. And, and I, don't, I don't, we're not going to kiss for like another year and a half. <laughs> Rank, but <laughs> that's awesome okay cool yeah. so but i got some lemons and as if i don't know how that would work but i, I basically just have you have all the all the ingredients i told you to have on hand and then i'll walk you through so this this drink 
is kind of a spinoff of a Bloody Mary. Um, and we're gonna call it something different, something in an homage to your recent character on The Walking Dead. We're gonna call nice. it The Crying Mary. Oh, <laughs> I'm into it, I'm into it. All right, so you got your, uh, do you have a mixing glass? A pint glass of some kind? Awesome, very cool. So obviously the first ingredient is what you just talked about, the vodka that we infused with onions. So that was, that was an Look interesting thing. Look at all thing. those that's like a lot of onions in yeah, there. Yeah, I got, I got mine there too. So you're gonna take like a two ounce pour, you're gonna sift it out if you can. If you get a little onion in there, that's cool. I just but eyeball it if you don't mind. Yeah, no, I'll do that too, you know what? Just make sure you get at least two, two shots. Sure. Two shots plus of the, of the stinky vodka. All right, I'm I think, I think that that's away. about all I can handle this. <laughs> I want to eat a little more, come on. The, the, I'm no the great part yeah. about this story is that I haven't tried this either yet. We're about to Woo! find out. Yeah, it's potent. It's potent. <laughs> All right, now you got your soy sauce over there? Uh, yeah, hold on. Okay. Oh, it's soy sauce! Garçon! Garçon! Garçon, soy sauce! Oh, he's the worst! Hold on. Okay. <laughs> well, Thor is going to go heading over there. You can see on this camera, uh, camera two, Brando, the ingredients that are going to go into this drink. Uh, we got Soy sauce, Tabasco, oh Bloody Mary oh mix, uh, lime-flavored soda. All right, here we lime. go. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you're gonna that. take a dash of your soy sauce, just right sure. in there. Well, that was more than a dash. <laughs> you gotta open it. I got it. Oh, now you. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been married? I know it's fairly recent. A year and three months. So it's just you two at the house right now. Yeah, That's and the awesome. dog, the new dog. dog? Oh, right. what kind of dog? All right, there we go. All okay. right, and the... Hot sauce next. Oh, hot okay. sauce. We need a couple oh, dashes of the hot sauce. Okay. If you like it spicy, give it a little extra. Sir, I, I'm, into, I'm into a little heat. Okay. So, and then after you get those three ingredients in, you're going to grab some ice, and that's going to go right into your mixing glass. Okay, some ice, a little bit of ice. Which probably a good amount, actually. actually. A little bit of cold water, probably fine. Fill it, fill it pretty good with some ice. Don't put it in here. And then, after you got that going, you're gonna add your Bloody Mary mix. Which Bloody Mary mix do you have over there, Dora? Uh, it's gone. It's he gone. drank the rest of it last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna make this drink. Then. <laughs> it's okay. I don't we know, were, you got I tomato juice go or something? later, but then I got caught up in some other meetings, so... I mean, okay. you know, control meetings, whatever, but anyway. Oh, you know what? We'll just make this an adventure. This is looking... Yeah, without the Bloody Mary mix, I don't know what like this is going to be like. This is looking like a whisperer drink if I've ever seen one. Yeah, actually. it totally is. So I'm going to add the Bloody Mix Zing Zing that I have. Get that pretty close to the top. And then we're going to stir that up. Let it get all over the place. Okay, That's thank right. You. All right, after you've stirred it up I a little, little bit. stir here. All right, do you have uh, your lime soda water? Uh, no, I just added regular water. Okay, well, I, I got lime-flavored soda water. It's actually a white oh, claw. Oh, yeah, the white claw, those are good. Yeah, adds a little extra to it. Now, if you got your lemon, you're just gonna get a wedge yep, out of it. the lemon. I don't oh, know if you've already cut it, but you can get... Look oh, yeah, this. there you go. Throw that in there. there that's right. that's perfect. Here Local motto will be perfect. Awesome. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. 
and lemon. Okay, whoa. You're gonna take Wave. your lemon and just get get a good wedge out of it. I have like this. Half perfect. Of, That's yeah. perfect. It doesn't look pretty, but it'll get the job done. And then you're gonna skew that lemon just like this, Dora. Okay. And if you can, skew one of the chunks of onion from the vodka. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Yes, and I gotta get an onion piece out of the jar. Oh yeah, it's fun to try too. Okay, cool. How am I gonna get it out? Just get in there. Use your hands. It's all good. <laughs> we all wash our hands. Everyone, make sure you're washing your hands out there. By the way. Okay, here we go. All right, squeeze all a little right, of that I'll lemon in there on the this. garnish. Come Drop on. that in there. <laughs> oh, this is a nightmare! I see that. I'm so glad this is live. I see the difficulty <laughs> you're having in putting together this, this cocktail. cocktail. <laughs> okay, clearly I have many years of experience being a bartender. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Well, you should yeah, at the end of it have something that looks something like this. Here what do go. you got? That's okay. You got something that looks. Yeah, that's that's pretty good right there. You did a great job. Now I haven't tried this either. Let's let's see what happens. The crying Mary. I'll let, I'll let you know. I don't know. I I gotta admit, I don't know what yours tastes like, but but on my end, it's pretty good. Oh shit! Not bad. <laughs> All right. All right. The quarantine okay. Bloody Mary, known as the crying Mary. Absolutely. I pulled it off with the help of my wife. I'm uh, super I, I thought for sure I might have to hurl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're not going to have to blow chunks today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll finish it. I yeah, will finish it. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to finish mine too. The, the real test is if you're going to eat any of the onion on the garnish. That's going to be yeah, the real I'd do test. it right now. Okay. Let me, let, me, let me see what that right is. Now. Let me see. If that's a challenge. There we go. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, obviously, we're, we're hanging out virtually. Everyone's on quarantine right now. Um, yeah. we've, we've talked uh, about doing this show for a little while now, and we just figured, hey, let's just do a live one real quick. Um, yeah. Still looking forward to having you down the line where we could do a, a deeper dive into your career. Absolutely. So I just want to touch on a couple things here. Obviously, I got to talk about The Walking Dead. Um, mm -hmm. You are recently on there. Your, your character, Gamma, was recently uh, taken off like, right in the midst of this quarantine. I know because I've been watching every week as many Thank of you. at home. Um, I just wondered how much notice does the crew of The Walking Dead get for when you're going to be written off the show? Uh, you know, there are levels, right? There are tiers of being included in the information um, you know, obviously because certain departments have to work on things well in advance from shooting the episode. So some people know things, other people don't, but the vibe on the set is like, if you feel that you're in a conversation with an actor, a crew member or something, and you're about to say something that you shouldn't be some saying, you immediately do a check-in. Like, wait, am I allowed to, to, do you know anything about this? Or do you not know? Okay, never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, you can <laughs> okay. never, so communication on the set is hard, but, um, Going into it, I knew that they had a very specific idea for the arc of the character, and they told me about two-thirds of what that arc would be, and then they let me just wait to find out until we were actually filming, you know, 
the the the, the big finale of of of, of Mary Gamma. Which was a great um, out of all the characters that have have you know gone on this show. I, I thought that was an absolute great way to send off Gamma uh, Mary. Uh, the real cool thing that I that I thought about your character was you're one of the rare uh, actresses that was able to play uh, multifacets with their character. You were a good, you were on the good side, you were on the bad side. You ended as a zombie. You had an epic right. uh, hero way of going out. Um, yeah. What was some of the challenges and some of the things that you were just super stoked when you got that script and you're like, oh, this is going to be really fun for me. My final zombie kills, uh, knife, you know, the, the, the training with the knife a little bit. I mean, not on the level that the, the pros have, have like the people like Norman and Jeffrey Dean and all, and you know, some of the, the great characters of the show, they've been there forever. And obviously they, they do a lot more of the action stuff, but um, I was very excited to finally be in the thick of it. And, and just to see that Mary came full circle and you know, sometimes people ask, like, well, what, what was she? Was she Mary or was she Gamma? And the answer for me always was both. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, and, and, and so she, she, she does have this capability to be incredibly uh, powerful and strong and make awful decisions uh, <laughs> at, at a um, minute. At, at the same time, she's got that internal heart. She, she loved her sister. It's about her nephew. And um, so she finally gets a little bit of closure, uh, not the, probably what she was looking for, but I think just enough for her to, to have, you know, made peace with, with herself enough. And, yeah. you know, her nephew is safe. So yeah, that's the, or that's she the, knows. And yeah, so that, yeah, and that's the, that's the hero standoff there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But within the moral compass of the whole show, she had to go. Like yeah. she had were to. You, were you, were you a fan of the show before you got the role or had you heard much about it to be honest or were you oh, just kind of like. I heard a lot about it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I had not, you know, I, when I, when I signed on for it, I, I immediately started watching okay, from the yeah. very beginning. So yeah. And, I, and it, it sucked me in. It's, it's, it's a rabbit hole. I heard at the beginning they were doing a zombie school. Did you had to graduate from that zombie school before you were able to turn into a zombie at the end there? I'm not from, I'm not sure. I hadn't heard okay. about the zombie school, but I do know that I did really, really well on the zombie, like, physicality of it all. I could not groan or do the... So was that done in post? Yeah, yeah somebody else had to do that. <laughs> I tried because I wanted to, yeah. but it just sounded like a baby gurgling. I don't know. <laughs> it, just, like, it didn't That's work. Awesome. So I was like, let a professional zombie... Yeah, well, for all of us watching at home, it was it was it was perfect. So cheers. I'm glad cheers you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Mm. A couple more quick things on that and then we'll move on. But uh, uh, what who did you connect with on the set the most? Was there somebody, any of the actors or, or even crew guys like who, who was it? that you connected with uh, on your time um, on the show, I guess. And well, the crew are the, the crew are the true rock stars of that show. The conditions, the hours. Uh, it's one of the most intense gigs I've, I've ever seen or been a part of. And and if it was intense for us as actors, imagine what it is for, you know, the camera crew, the sound editing and everybody. Also, the set is so large and massive that everything is a, a quarter mile a walk away from from something else so just 
uh, the logistics of the set are, are intense. And so you, you bond with so many different people. Um, I loved working with an, a, a bunch of the different directors that came in. Greg Nicotero, great guy, wonderful personality. Michael Cudlitz, you know, had been on the show, obviously. Turned out a great episode. And, um, yeah, there's the, the one guy, if I had to give a shout-out to um, from, from The Walking Dead, would be uh, our base camp runner, Landon. He okay. is... Uh, He's a very interesting character. Uh, he it never, ever, ever does not have a smile on his face, even when he's got, like, you know, <laughs> moth lights so. all over him or, you know, <laughs> wasp things, you know. But, um, yeah, he's just always super, and he's a real fan of the show. And he's, uh, for, for all the actors and a lot of the crew that have to check in every morning at base camp, he's, he's a welcome sight every morning and a, a nice send-off at night. So, yeah, yeah, thank you, Landon. You're the best. Shout out to Landon. Yeah, we've got a few crew members like that in uh, in my camp out on the road that you just you have to see every day to make it to make it through. Jason Barry, here, that guy. Um, <laughs> uh, the other thing, um, what what was it like getting in costume for these roles? I know you had the mask most of the time while, while you're whispering. Yeah. But I mean, did you just show up dirty like that and they're like perfect, <laughs> or did they have? Well, at the end of the and day, there's a little bit of a debate as to whether you should actually shower or not. Because, like, what would be the point? Especially if you're just going to wake up and get called to set and they're going to put more conditioner in your hair. I mean, you know, but it's just like, it's just more a matter of getting back to human. But um, I actually like the process of getting ready every morning because it was just fun. Like, yeah, throw more dirt, more blood. Was her shirt that dirty before? Doesn't matter. Put some more on there. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. It's just like, it's the least glamorous show ever. And because of that, it's just like the pressure's off. You know, I'm just wearing baggy pants, like two layers of shirts and just like, yeah, whatever. So it's, it's nice kind of like, it's kind of like a now. About, yeah, <laughs> kind of. It's kind of right. like now where we're, right. we're Actually, you know, there's a lot of parallels. Actually, I was wearing more clothes in hotter weather. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because it, like, it's just ironic, I guess, in a way that we're you were just on a show that has uh, apocalyptic parallels to i mean we're not turning into zombies or anything people but i mean there's there's that kind of vibe it's, going on yeah i know it's funny because when i walk the dog i actually they gave me a nice little hoodie season 10 hoodie nice. as a wrap gift and uh I, I i wear it when i walk the dog and uh also, my birthday had, had had been right before this kind of all went down, oh. and uh, so I kind of won the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, like, got, you got that sense. The level off. of attention I was getting was like all the way up here, and I'm like, <laughs> and the world ends. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. what, I mean, what have you been doing to pass the time since? I mean, you, you had your birthday, obviously. That was great. Yeah. You got, you're one of the ones that got to celebrate it. I got a lot of friends who are having Not birthdays. really. I mean, that, you... oh, that, went, that was the same day that the Tom and Rita scare started. Oh, yeah, you know, gotcha. so like here in L.A., I don't know what, what it was like for a lot of other people. I'm sure, but, but here in L.A., that was when a lot of people, especially within the industry, were just like, wait, what? Oh, it's oh, yeah. real, you know, and and so uh, it, you know, thankfully they're okay and everything, and, and that's all that's all fine and well. But yeah, it's it, it we went through the, the the fear, went through a lot of anxiety about like mm. you know what the future is, and now I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to see that whisper of a light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, so I think you know the one good thing will be that um, now that everyone has absolutely seen everything, when things go back to normal, the demand for content will be through the roof and hey, we'll all be back in business, right? So yeah. that's, that's how I'm choosing to look at it. But yeah, a lot of bad reality TV, 
But a lot of good stuff too. Wait, a lot wait, of wait, what, what's the bad reality? Have you watched like, uh, Love Is like, Blind? It's all bad. Like they're all like <laughs> I can't pick like whatever the worst one is is the best one. Yeah. So you can't, you can't learn it wrong. But uh, yeah, I would say it's a tie for me between The Circle and 90 Day Fiance. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe The Circle, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I might be too old for that. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Did you check out though the, the the Tiger King and Love Is Blind on Netflix? Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. yeah, you're you're a sensible person. Yeah. Everybody was sense. <laughs> check those out. <laughs> <I'm not mistaken>. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do? I, I know that uh, I heard you like to play silly games. So what, have, have you picked yeah. up any new games on your phone or anything? I've slapped off on the games a little bit just because I'm um, still trying to pretend like, you know, I'm reading things and doing important work. So, um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know which game. I like Merge Dragon. Like, I'm lame. I, I used to be a good gamer, you know, like PS4 girl, Call of wow. Duty. Um, what were the other ones? Uh, the Drake series, Uncharted, the Uncharted okay. series, all of those. I liked a lot of those. And then sometime after uh, The Last of Us, I kind of just tapered off. Red Redemption almost got me to go back. Okay. But I couldn't make it because something with the horse and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have a horse problem. Like, okay. <laughs> I have to go kill before I can do something cool. Um, so that was that. But now it's just like, yeah, I match three games. You know, just anything just to pass like the time for 20 minutes here or there, you know. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so, you like games. I think I have uh, a silly game my, my producer put together. I heard that you went through law school but never took the bar. Correct. And I wanted to see, kind of test your knowledge here. Or actually, he hasn't sent that to me yet, apparently. Oh. Sam, send it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> What area of law? Let me start looking. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You got your books out. Yeah. No, uh, so did you, you? You went to uh, law school. Didn't take the bar. Do you regret oh, not? Just to be, just to be totally, totally on uh, on board. I did not get my JD. I, I, I did all the four years of pre-law, but okay. I did graduate summa cum laude. So. Oh, yeah. well, well, that that deserves an applause right there. You can't hear it, but I've got uh, some sound effects over here. I'm running. Um, so, do you regret not taking the bar, though? Um, yes, only because it would have been a, a really great challenge, like one of those lifetime challenges thing, even if I had made the decision, which I, clearly I did, that I, eventually I just wanted to get back to storytelling because I thought that that was the best use of my life. Um, I, I, I thought that it would have been a nice thing to just say that, you know what, I could, I did it, you know, yeah. because it is insanely difficult in California as you know, is one of the toughest states, uh, California and uh, Louisiana, because they have a, the, the French code down there. But um, oh, I didn't realize their, system, that. their system is completely different. Yeah. So, but uh, but it would have been it would have been nice. But at the same time, it would have taken so much energy and brain power. I'd rather use whatever I have left going for me <laughs> to uh, tell great stories and and be there for the fans because they've always been there for me and. Yes. Uh, yeah, so people love my work, so I should keep doing it, you know? Yeah, no, that, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've enjoyed a lot of things that you've been in. I mean, American Beauty, Hocus Pocus, of course. 
Walking Dead. There's so many other that I, again, I can't wait to dive into sure. a little bit of a deeper conversation we can have in the future. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking of regrets though, is there any roles that you passed on that you look back at now and you're like, man, I really should have taken that role? Hmm. Uh, you know, there were a, a, a few roles that uh, I thought maybe once I saw the, the finished work, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't, I hadn't read it like that. Or I didn't mm -hmm. think that that type of thing could be done with that specific character. But as far as being like, man, I really wish I had had a shot at playing blah, blah, blah. I can't really say that any one particular role like that stands out only because I know how how difficult it is to to when you get something really juicy I know the the pressure and the love and the care and the passion that it takes and uh, to to go push yourself you know and so I say if somebody else has that feeling about a role and they're able to do that then who am I to you know try to take it away from them that's cool that's a cool yeah. that's a good way to look at it was so was I, okay I have to get into it my wife many women and many just people in general out there would Fucking kill me if I didn't talk a little bit about Hocus Pocus. Okay. There's. I'll just briefly talk about that one too. There's. Uh, there's rumors. I don't know if you've heard of uh, a sequel possibly being made. Have you, you? You look like you've heard about this. Is there? I've, you can... I've heard about it for like five years. I, 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 <laughs> so I. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but you I, haven't. You haven't I gotten any scripts. You haven't got any scripts sent your way. I've heard some things. I haven't seen anything on the on the written page. I've heard some things. I've seen there, there was a book that had some ideas that that people were playing around with for a little while that was really good. But I don't know. All I know is that around the same time every year, wonder what time that would be. Uh, they <laughs> like to say that they're going to do a sequel, and I I don't know. Well, so we'll see. Would I'm excited be down about for something like that. For sure, of course. Oh, cool. I'd be well. there in a hot second, you know, yeah. depending on what they would want to do with Danny or if it would be something different, whatever. But I'm completely down for the the concept of you know just a HP two. That would be great, but. I mean, as far as what's really going on, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of what's going on right now, I finally got these questions. Are you ready to play the law game? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I just had a laugh track. Okay. So the, the, the gist of this uh, game, we'll call it, because I don't okay. really know what you win. You just win pride, I guess, or something. Uh, you have to, I'm going to give you a... a a law, and you have to tell me if it's illegal or or, or if, if it's law is illegal. Yeah, yeah. If it, if it's true or false, basically. Oh, if it's a real law or not. It's a real law or not. Yeah. So the first one we'll start with is. Uh, hold on, you just messed with me. Poaching a sasquatch in at least two Washington counties. Uh, that's oh, the question. Is it, is it a law? Oh, is it illegal to poach? <laughs> yeah, poaching a Sasquatch in, in at least two in Washington, Washington counties. In Washington, now it depends on what the definition of a Sasquatch would be. That's mm, that's the, the key oh, element. Okay. So, to, to define for me what what the Sasquatch is, and maybe maybe we. Oh, could we'll skip that here. one because I don't know. I mean, a Bigfoot, I guess. <laughs> I get well. So it it. It depends on which counties in Washington. <laughs> I might believe it. <laughs> but it, in at least two, is there at, at least, least two? No, it would have to be at least two. You okay, can't yeah, you one got county that one right. out there yeah. acting rogue. She got that one right. 
In Texas, you can send someone to get married in your place as long as you have all the right documentation. You can send someone? What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, I guess the questions are, are they legal or illegal to do these things? So in Texas, is it legal or illegal to have someone in your, uh, to have someone in your place still be getting married as so long like as So we're getting married in the living room and as long as the paperwork is there it's all good that's that's what the question is No <laughs> it's like you have a stand in at the at the ceremony Oh <laughs> I mean I don't think there's a law about that but it should be definitely against the law <laughs> It is legal in the state oh! of Texas <laughs> Uh, so we'll just do a couple more of these because uh, I didn't really prep this right anyway. <laughs> In Wyoming, purchasing scrap metals, rubber, rags, or paper from an intoxicated person, is it legal or illegal? Oh, like a drunk person? Yeah, intoxicated. That's ah, totally illegal. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it is no? illegal in the state of Wyoming. I don't know every state law. <laughs> Hey, you said you wanted to play the game. And if I don't you know. take the bar, it's only for the state. If you take the bar, it's only for the state. You haven't asked me a single thing about California. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if you even put one. Okay, all right. Drive without shoes in California. Legal or illegal to drive without shoes on in California? I'm going to say illegal. I don't know why, but I'm going to say illegal. <laughs> you might think that, but you'd be wrong. It's legal to do. <laughs> oh, uh, and I was going to rule the world. Oh. Yeah. Okay, this one is uh, legal or illegal. Children trick-or-treating outside the hours of 6 to 8 on Halloween. Uh, it must be must take place on the evening of... October 31st. Is that... <laughs> Damn it, Sam, that one doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, he's saying, it's like, is it possible to trick-or-treat yeah. on any other day other yes. than Yes, is it legal or illegal to trick-or-treat on any other day? I'm going to say it's legal, but it just doesn't, it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's illegal, actually, to trick-or-treat unless oh, it's on Halloween, no. unless Halloween falls on a Sunday. I don't know why. In that case, it must take place on the evening of October 31st, I believe is what he said. Unless it's Sunday. Are you a fan of Halloween, by the way? Oh, big time. Awesome. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love working on Hocus Pocus, even as a 10-year-old. It's always been my favorite holiday. Always. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine too. That's where you can't see him, but I got my skeleton Slim Bob out from... Nice. Uh, I, got, I always throw a big Halloween party every year. I'll send you the invite for that. I actually one. keep a couple of Halloween decorations up like throughout the whole year just because just because I like it aesthetically yeah it just, just like it not just a makes lot everything but like awesome. a couple of people like I have the Digilos Muertos bride and groom that's always the statuette that's always around and then I got this ghost like guy he's supposed to go but he doesn't <laughs> do that but I just have him hanging in the guest the guest bedroom to fuck with people that's rad <laughs> so yeah. you, the guests come over and they get scared by that guy that's fucking rad I love that I love that only um, if you get up in the middle of the night and they're like trying to go to the bathroom and they're like hey what ah! that's, that's what we're going for really yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. So right, we're going to open up into some Q&A. I got some questions from the fans, the audience out there for both of us, I hope. And, no legal uh, questions. No obviously. legal questions. We're done with that. We're done with that. The hard-hitting legal questions are gone. But before that, I wanted to ask about your production company where you're, that you've started and yeah. the direction of di directing that you're heading. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I'd maybe maybe you should be the one doing HB2. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, mine would be not PG anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you're saying it wouldn't end up on Disney Plus? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some other Disney-owned company. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> No, uh, yeah, so the production company, I've produced two small independent films already, and um, and now I've, I've got a couple of things that I've optioned. I've got one that's in a place where it's out to companies to see their uh, interest level that, that with the, the intention would be that I would direct it. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what goes, what, what goes forward. I mean, I think now, like I said, uh, you know, when things finally start returning to yeah. whatever the new normal is going to be, um, we have no idea. Um, things are things are looking up. Things are look like I said. I won the apocalypse, so we'll do it. <laughs> yep, I, I believe you did. So again, I want to thank you for for being on. We'll we'll do these fan questions now. Um, and again, so nice to finally actually meet you. And you I, too, I hope I hope it was it, it was fun for you so that we oh, can do yeah, a sure, yeah. do a deeper dive next time. And I can, no, we will I can get next time thing. for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Count me in. All right, so we got some uh, fan questions. Let me just read off a couple of them here. Uh, the Drinks with Johnny fan page is where this one came from. Who okay. is the actor, actress from uh, The Walking Dead that Thora would like to work with again and why? Oh, uh, a JDM, Jeffrey D. Moore, because we didn't have any scenes together. And, and that was the one thing that kind of, um, you know, it was kind of a bummer because I remember when I had the initial call with Angela Kang about the character and the arc and the story, I was kind of already... You know, asking like, so we're gonna have any Negan Gamma moments? And she like kind of flirted with, yeah, maybe. You know, I think a couple. And then so I was like, every episode I was kind of looking forward to that, and they never really, they never really came about. But uh, yeah, I just like messing with him. Like I just like <laughs> cutting the rug with him. So you know. Yeah, that's great. Was, was but Norman, there... Norman was great. Norman was great. Aaron Ross uh, was great. Uh, Christian Rosita was great. So nice. everyone was. The cast is wonderful. Cassidy, the, the the Lydia. Oh my God, she is a ball of energy. Like she is Rad. just living cocaine. Seriously, she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> not that I know what that would be no, of like. Course. Of course, not that not. I would know. No, no, you no. never. No. No, actually, no, not really. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll talk about that again. Um, <laughs> Silly Millie ninety four wants to know: Does Thora have any tattoos? If so, which is your favorite? I have one. Uh, okay. I want one more, and but then I hear that this is a slippery slope type of situation. Like when she, it's just it's. Yeah, you end up, you end up looking like a mantle. It's on my foot. It's on my foot. Here, let's see if you can see it. Oh yeah, that's well, it. Hourglass. Yeah, but it's like it's um. There's no. It's all straight lines. But yeah, so that's so that's the one, and then I want to get an outline of a penguin on my rib. Why a penguin? Oh, it's my husband's nickname. Oh, okay, that's cute. That's very cute. You guys know me a lot. You've only been married for a little over a year. You said you know each other for a while. Three months, but we were we've been together just under five years. Oh, okay. So you yeah. so you're getting along in the quarantine with each yeah, other. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're one of maybe twenty couples in the whole country. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like, <laughs> all of my friends, all of his friends. They're just that you know. And, but I think part of it is, and I don't want to 
you know, listen, everybody loves kids. I love kids. But I think it's it's really tough when, you know, when, when you add that into the mix. Oh, yeah. So I understand. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, I've got one three-year-old. Oh, uh, girl, boy. Boy. Nice. He's, awesome. he's, he's absolutely awesome for the most part, but anybody yeah, yeah, who's yeah. been around a three-year-old knows that. Oh, give him, give him 15 years. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, X forever avenged X. Just before her demise, I was beginning to ship Mary and Aiden. Who would have shipped with her? So I don't know if you know what shipped means. I, we had to look it up. It's apparently uh, developing a romantic relationship oh, right. of some kind. Well, but the character of Aaron is is gay, correct? Mary and Aiden. Oh, Wait. Aiden. Aiden, yeah. Aiden, is that uh, Callum? Is that? I, th I think so. I guess Aiden is Callum, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe. Yeah. You know, is there anybody I, that you would have liked to create a romantic? Like scene to see with? to see Gamma with? Yes, Gamma. Not not you personally. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, uh, geez, I don't know. I think she's gonna need a, like a lot of just continued alone time for a while uh but honestly i would put just because why not you know i would put her with i would put her with um daryl okay oh i, would, I mean yeah norman yeah i would put her with, with daryl that's that's a good i mean i think i think all the characters would love to be also she's a little bit of a social climber so yeah. <laughs> uh kari tc which of her thora uh, characters was the most difficult to play and why? This small indie film that no one's ever seen, it's called Dark Corners, and it was a dual role. I had to play this person that the main character was dreaming themselves as being. And uh, it was a really quick shoot, and it was a lot of makeup and hair turnarounds, and the, the looks were incredibly different, and it was like a weird psycho thriller about a, a, a psychologist who was was murdering these women and anyway it, 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 the, the, the plot was a little but but the technicalities of the dual role and the, the time and constraints that we had uh, were made it one of the more challenging but I can't really say because there's challenging things about different roles different, yeah yeah so I but if I had to say the most maybe that was but there's always there's elements to everything that's that and that's probably be, keeps you doing yeah. it too. That's it's it's fun to take on those challenges, right? Yeah, because most of it is, and every different pro every project is different. And like you could say, always that like two thirds of it is by the book standard technical. Know what I'm doing, and then there's always another third where you're like, well, this is new. I don't know mm. how I'm going to handle this type of situation or those moments or you know the, even the the experience of the production itself. So. There's always something that, that kind of throws you for a loop. And that, that keeps it interesting, it keeps it exciting, and it, it keeps you sharp. Yeah, I, that, I, I, there's some similarities like that in the, in the profession that I do in, in playing. In, I'm in sure, I'm sure, a yeah. Lot of, a lot of the times when you're making new material, when you're doing things, you want to challenge yourself. You want it to be something that you can't actually play and you have to learn how to play. Yeah. So it keeps the yeah. challenges up. Again, right. thank you so we'll much. I think we're good with the questions for now. Okay, um, great. Everybody, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com for more and make sure you subscribe and uh, yeah, all those fun, hit the bell notifications. I got more guests coming up. Thank you again so much, Thor. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Johnny. And thanks for uh, having it's this experience. It's absolutely good. I'm going to finish it right now. All right. <laughs> all right. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers, everybody at home. Thank you cheers. so much. All right. uh, we'll see you next time.
See you next time. Bye. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thanks for checking out the episode, and thanks to Thora Birch for being on the show. Uh, as I said at the top, really hoping that we can get her in person and dive into a little bit more of her life and what makes her tick uh, a little bit down the line. We're going to be uh, trying to make that happen for you guys. Um, again, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks for subscribing to the podcast. Make sure you head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and show your support by repping some really cool merch we got over there. Our boy, uh, Brandon, put together some really cool stuff for you guys there so make sure you head over there um we also have Schecter custom bases of mine actually up there five string and four string available and when you sign up for the drinks with johnny email or newsletter uh you're going to receive 20 percent off and i make sure to send out a weekly newsletter letting you guys know what's coming up and everything like that everything drinks with johnny so go ahead and sign up for that newsletter and yeah, thanks again, guys, so much. I uh, hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday season as best you can celebrate. Um, there's definitely some cringeworthy moments in this episode for me listening back. You know, I, I, I like to think I've gotten a lot better since April. You guys be the judge. Keep, uh, keep listening. Keep letting me know uh, how I'm doing. Um, yeah, those moments with Slim Bob. <laughs> I forgot all about that. You know, under the pandemic, I tried to try to lighten everybody's mood and uh, early on. And yeah, I decided to use my skeleton and call it Slim Bob. It was pretty funny. Anyways, <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And tune in next week. We'll have another great throwback episode for you. So until then, cheers. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob Podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>